So he's at the interview and there's some issues with the resume. And of course he's got, I think it's so wonderful that he has a headshot on his resume. <laughs> I well, think you have you selfie. Have, no, I think you have what? to have the headshot. You have to have that in Korea. I think so. Japan and Korea, I think they put their headshots on it. Why? I love that. Because you got to be good looking. Oh, good point. Oh, wow. They're just like, whoa, is that Daniel Day Kim? <laughs> oh my God. Hello and welcome to Our Lost Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. I would hold the door open for Daniel Faraday, a character on this show that we have not met yet. Okay, so you picked a character from this show. Yeah, you don't have to, but, but I But we don't have to. Right. Okay. And my name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And if I had to hold the door open for anyone, it would be Jenna Marmel's dog, Kermit. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But just Kermit. Aww. Just Kermit. Well, because I'd be holding marbles. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like Peach can open doors by herself. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And um, we have a guest today. Ooh. Yeah, our guest for this episode is Jillian. Jillian! Hey! Yay, we, we have you? seen you before. Yes, a, le- a year were- ago on 920. Um, oh, no, what? 11 months ago, actually, we did, um, we did oh the last God. one. Oh, my God. Yes, we did. Um, you were on House of the Rising Sun, mm-hmm. and then you were also in our mid-season roundtable. Yes! That was our most annoying episode. <laughs> because it was all... You, Sam, and I all in the same room and Robin having to put up with us. She's, she's a queen, though. Um, do you want to remind everybody who you are? Hi, my name is Jillian. Um, I am Brittany's most beautiful cousin. Um, I am 24 <laughs> years old, but I'm slowly approaching, approaching my expiration date. So I'll be 25 soon. <laughs> um, my occupation is meh. Uh, my location is uh, New York City, and I have watched the show about four times now, but it's evil that you guys have invited me back to watch this again, because now I'm probably going to watch the show again. Um, <laughs> Lost means a lot to me. It reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of watching with my family. My favorite characters are Sun, and actually, Anna Lucia has been growing on me. Uh, my Ooh. social media is, you can see, actually, I only have a fil- film account now, and it's at camera.americana. And I would hold the door open for Cardi B stepping over unsold copies of Queen. <laughs> that actually just like broke me a little bit. <laughs> R.I.P. Nikki. Sorry, Nikki, but man, the album wasn't good. Ooh. Yeah, but that's not her fault, apparently. That's Kylie Jenner's fault. Damn, Kylie. Damn. <laughs> I don't if know. Kylie had that level of power. Why is the like, why are Russian hackers still attacking us? <laughs> Why have the Kardashians not stopped the Russians Seems like yet? Kylie has that power. <laughs> what if they're our only hope? You know, it's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, you're our only hope. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Robin, what episode are we doing today? It's your turn, Buckaroo. Oh, it's my turn. Brittany, what episode are we doing yeah. today? Today yeah. we have words to say about episode 205 of Lost dot 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 and found ah get it get it because <laughs> it's, it's called lost and, found, and found but it's lost and found <laughs> lol 
I didn't get that until last year, just for the record. Well, like, that's another fun thing is it's just, like, the only two titles do this. And the first one is in season one, dot, 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 in translation. So Ooh. Lost in Translation. And then this one is called Lost and Found. Um, and they're both Jin. Like, Jin has flashbacks in both of them. So that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's a fun They should have done thing. that, like, every season. Yeah. But they didn't. This is it. Just like, dot, 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 in space. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here. Dot, dot, dot at the Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. And I'm a little scared because I can't see my mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the broadcast date was October 19th, 2005. (laughs) It was written by my boys, uh, Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. And it was directed by Stephen Williams. Every time. Hey, gee, that's close to your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. 2005. Long time ago. 2005, I was in high school. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was 13 years ago. Already? Yeah. Because I graduated 2007. 007. Oh, <laughs> James Bond theme. Yeah, I had just recently started grade five. Oh, I'm not interested in talking to you. So I hadn't even gone into middle school yet. Oh, wow. Interesting. Don't want to talk to you. Oh, yeah. You're, cool, kind, cool, of like, cool. you're kind of like young. Yeah, she's kind of Wait, a baby. Robin, what year were you born in? I was born in 1995. Okay, you you're the very yeah. last year of millennials. Yeah. 90, really? they, they redrew the line. I think 96 is where Gen Z starts now. I know that I, I literally had a debate about this. That's weird, because my sister is, like, pretty heckin' millennially. Yeah, but my little sister is, like, not. It's so weird. 1997 or 96 are now the line. Oh. Well, so cool. Weird. I like it. Yeah. I'll take it. Because Fran is uh, definitely not a Gen Z. No, even though she was born in the year 2000. Yeah. Imagine the ease of being born in the year 2000. You're always yeah, going to know what age you are. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do a recap now. Brittany's going to try oh, and do it in yes. less than a minute, but we'll hack and see. I this is my favorite part. I'm so glad Brittany's doing it. This is my least favorite part, and I don't know why. I came up with it, and I hate it. Okay. Um, so I'm ready to time you, and we'll see how it goes. On the island, Sun realizes she's lost her wedding ring, but then she meaningfully finds it while she and Kate dig up the message in a bottle. That's it. That's her whole plot. Across the island with Gilligan and the gang, Anna Lucia decides everyone needs a hike and some snacks. Sawyer wants to bounce, but Michael is like, nah. Jin volunteers to help fish because he's super good at it. Libby and Michael gather fruit and talk about how scary the other people are on the island. Understatement. Mr. Echo and Sawyer bond. Best friends. Libby reveals that Michael ran away, so Jin and Mr. Echo go after them. They see some others. Uh Uh-oh. Back on the hike, Sawyer and Anna Lucia flirt while he bleeds from his gunshot wound? As you do, Jin finds Michael yelling for Walt and convinces him to come back with him. In the flashbacks, Sun's mom shows off some awesome internalized misogyny and says Sun needs a husband. Oh, okay. Jin and his roommate joke about astrology and his roommate says that Jin's true love will look orange. Okay. Anyway, Jin lies during a job interview like we all do, but he gets busted and gets the job anyway. That's true hustle. Sun arrives at the hotel Jin is now working at while on a date. She and her date actually hit it off, though. Jin isn't allowed to open the door for people like him. Sun finds out her date is using her to get his family off his back and bounces. Jin quits his job after letting in a poor father and his son so that his son could use the bathroom. I'm the son. On his way home, he catches sight of a woman in an orange dress, which makes him run into someone. Son. Aw, beautiful. Did I do it in a minute? Did you time it? Yeah, I did time it. One minute and 20 that's seconds. That's pretty good. Oh, no. No, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I just had a lot to a lot of jokes to get in there, and sometimes... Yeah. Because it, it was such a... Like, yeah. honestly, more happened to your recap than happened to the episode. 
I know. That's what I, was, I was like watching the episode. I'm like, nothing happens in this episode. I was like, this is really a filler episode. I enjoyed yes. it, but like, this is a filler. Yeah. That's There's good. Like, I, f- I honestly feel like there are like quite a few episodes in season two that are just like, um, here's some time if you're, if, if, through your day. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's what they get up to. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's good, I guess. <laughs> we don't really learn anything about Anna Lucia and the others. Yeah. Mm, yeah, we kind of, they kind of, we literally walk in circles in a way. <laughs> so uh, let's start talking about what happens on the beach slash with Sun this episode. Nothing happens with Sun. Not, she not much. a ring and then she finds it. So there are multiple instances where this episode could pass the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if it does. Because, like... Sun and Claire are talking, and they're talking about, like, the raft and everything. Were there all men on the raft? Sure. But they're just kind of, like, talking about the raft. Mm-hmm. Then Claire brings up that Michael knew what he was doing. Then, at some point, Sun and Kate have a conversation, which eventually turns to Sawyer. So, does that count? Like, they no, have, like, that- a bit of a conversation beforehand, but not, like, a lot before it turns to... Yeah, actually, you're right. Nah, it doesn't pass. Ooh. Uh, Oof. Like, they could be talking about literally anything else. Yeah. Like, how annoying it is to try and, like, wash a bra. Yeah. Yeah. Something fun and girly. Or how their gardens are going. Yeah. Or the mysterious forces on the island. And the mysterious <laughs> lack of periods. Yeah, like, what are these people? Oh. You, like, it's not like they have tampons. Yeah. Maybe the island's... Oh, no, because doesn't somebody get pregnant on the island? Yes. Okay, Huh. So they should be they should be ovulating. Yeah. yeah. Which means they have periods. So it's like, oh, okay, so y'all just wadding up like clothes in there? Like, what's the deal here? Yeah. Would like to know. I'm interested. I like no one ever deals with post-apocalyptic like issues like that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They should. Mm-hmm. Like the Walking Dead. Like where is all the periods? Right? That's More why blood, the- please. <laughs> yeah. The good blood, the baby making blood. Yeah. No, Jillian. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Sun and Claire are having a chat, and they're saying, "Oh, it's only been four days since the raft left," which doesn't feel like four days, considering it's been five episodes. <laughs> yeah, four days. Apparently, but also that's a number. Doesn't the season happen over like quite quickly, or no? I can't remember. I think the first three seasons happen within three months. Like Jeez. each each season is like around a month mm-hmm. but let me check what day this episode is um it takes place on day 47 oh interesting that's kind of like the hundred in a way you know because like, the first like what three yeah. seasons a hundred like like we're over like such a small period of time yeah totally the first three seasons of the hundred happens the first two seasons happen within like two months that's wild So Claire's like, oh, don't worry, because they said it'll take around, like, maybe two weeks for them to, like, come back and, like, find help and stuff. And Michael's really smart, so he knows things. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so she's like, oh, my God, my ring is missing. And she says some things in Korean. But also, Michael's not very smart. (laughs) He's not that smart. Like, what? Michael, like, is reckless. Like, if I was going to say that anyone was smart, it would be Jin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, true. Anyone Considering, on that raft. Yeah. Yeah. If there was going to be anyone... I mean, Sawyer's on that raft. Yeah. So he was automatically counted out. <laughs> but not, not if he's looking out for number, numero uno. 
Yep. Sun says, I do not do it. What do you do? Where are you going? Where have you been? Where are you? No. So that's what she says. And then she says, please, also in Korean. Okay. So she's just searching. Yeah. So then the next scene there is that Sun is going to have a quick little chat with Jack. Thank you so much for bringing Jack into this episode. We all missed him so much. Oh, God. This conversation was so cringe. I know. It was, so, it was so bad. He's like, when did you see your ring last? And she's like, oh, well, I, I mean, I'm so used to it. It's just usually on my hand, so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, here's my story about what a garbage <laughs> husband I am. Yeah, lost my what ring. What was the point of this? One time I lost my wedding ring and I just looked all over the pl- heckin' place. This was his Madonna Aretha Franklin speech. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I fully lied to my wife about it. Can you imagine doing that to your significant other? I lost my wedding ring once. It's crazy where you'll look when you want to find something bad enough. Went through the the garbage outside the house, emptied the bags and everything. (laughs) I even took apart the pipes in my bathroom because I was convinced that it had gone down the drain in the sink. What did your wife say? She never knew. How was that? I went to a jeweler and I had a replica made, that's how. <laughs> oh, f- oh, can you imagine spending that much money on a new f***ing ring without, a freaking ring without telling anybody? Like, that's a lot! That's so much that's money! So much. Like, do you not share finances with your wife? Like, does she not notice these things? Ugh, oof. Oh my god, he's such a... There's times where I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why people like Jack, and then there's this. Yeah. Like, who, like, sees somebody who's obviously distraught, like, might have lost their husband, and it's like, you know what, I'm gonna give you this story about my failed marriage. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is obviously a metaphorical journey for you, finding your ring, but, you know, here, here, here's a, here, here's an anecdote. Yeah, like, literally the whole point of, like, the ring and, like, the symbolism of the ring is that, like, oh, she's, she thinks that she has, like, no hope, and then when she has the ring, like, she has hope that her, like, marriage will work out and that her husband's alive, <laughs> and Jack's like, well, my ring also symbolized my marriage. And uh, I completely lost it and lied about it. And can you believe it? It didn't work out. <laughs> and also, he gives her advice that then she then cannot follow. Yeah, literally. He's like, yeah, I just went out and bought a new one. And she's like, great. You find any jewelers on this island? or <laughs> Yeah. Smoke Monster's actually like a jeweler. He's, he, has a, he has an Etsy shop. He just like floats down and deposits a single ring into her hand. Like like Genie from Aladdin. <laughs> Jack's like, oh, do you want me to help you? And Sun's like, oh no, thanks. I'd actually rather you please walk away. <laughs> please well, just please leave go me alone. Away. You didn't need to be in this episode, but I guess you had to get paid for it. That contract. Yeah. But like Jack talks about how it's like crazy where you like wait where you look when you want to find something bad enough. And he's like, I went through the garbage. <laughs> I emptied the bags and everything. Well, that's how you go through the garbage. So, makes sense. Took apart the pipes in the bathroom because he thought it went down the drain in the sink. And he's like, so I looked everywhere. I'm like, okay, that's two places. Yeah, I was going to say, you you unscrewed a pipe and you looked in the trash? Did he really, did he really look that closely? I'm trying to think about, like, what he would, are doctors, are surgeons allowed to wear rings anyways? I don't think so. I think you have to take them off before you put the gloves on. Right. That's what I was thinking. So I was like, maybe he just left at the hospital. Like, he left his, rela- his like, marriage at the hospital. That was too deep. Jack's like, logic is oh. in my strong suit. <laughs> oh, the tea is hot today, fam. 
Oof. That must have been like the last straw for his marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have Hurley and Son. Again, or Son and Hurley. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is a good good see if they're like we need some main characters to also talk to son mm-hmm. let's bring in jack and we're like boo she's like they're like oh well, we'll bring in hurley then we're like yay <laughs> yay thank That's you also good her jack isn't a person that you go to when you want to have like interpersonal dialogue between characters because mm-hmm. he's a brick wall yep. whereas hurley is a very empathetic like deep character mm-hmm. who has the ability to get emotion out of others. Mm-hmm. What emotion can Jack inspire in other characters? Hope. Uh, oh, pick me, pick me. Yes. Uh, yes, you? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> ooh, ooh, good answer. Yeah, good not answer. much. So yeah, we have Sun and Hurley and he's like, oh, you should retrace your steps. Like, what did you do? So she woke up, she washed up and she walked with Shannon. And I was like, well, I would be interested in seeing that conversation, but um, oh well. (laughs) Yeah, no Maggie Grace. Like, I I love her. Great that Shannon has things to do that we don't see. Yeah, like she has plot lines just elsewhere, I guess. I guess. Picked some fruit, cut up the fruit so that Vincent could eat it. And he's like, oh my gosh, the dog ate the ring. <laughs> Let's go watch it poop. <laughs> this is literally that episode of Friends where the duck eats um, the engagement ring. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, but they think that a stripper stole it instead. Oof. Mm. And it just turns out the duck ate it and they have to wait for the duck to poop. Oof. Yeah. What cute. That, that's a classic Friends, though. Like, they accuse the sex worker first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, like, that's also something that Jack would do. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Doug. Um, I guess I'm going to be really mean to Jack this episode. <laughs> Jack's the worst. So Sorry. we know that Hurley has not been, like, the best at being... Like, her, like Hurley used to be, like, like calling them Chinese over and over again, even though everyone said they were Korean, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah, like, he hasn't been very racially sensitive yes. or a responsible citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So here, you know, that's consistent with the Hurley we see now, in which he says, is Seoul in the good Korea or the bad Korea? Though her face, like, her face in that moment. Yeah, oh my <sighs> god, Yoonjin knocks it out of the park. She actually is so good in this whole episode, but that was totally. so funny. At least they, like, purposefully, like, noticed that... <laughs> He actually says some really racist stuff. Yeah, at least, like, Sun isn't being like, oh, it's the good one. Like, she's literally like, um, that's not really something you ask, but okay. <laughs> she was like, if it was the bad Korea, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Oh my god, the good Korea, the bad Korea. She, oh my god, her acting is so good in this episode. It was, like, such and a comical says, moment. Did you go to the Olympics? Good question. I'm still interested in knowing the answer. <laughs> Well, did you go to the Olympics? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. You guys know Edmonton's gonna host the World Cup in like a few years. What? Yeah, Edmonton's one of like they're doing a North American World Cup, and Edmonton has one of the stadiums. Shut up! Yep. Isn't that crazy? So, Sun doesn't want to talk about the Olympics. All right. So Hurley's like, well, sometimes I mean, dogs eat whatever, and so Hurley had a dog when he was little. His name was Buster. And he put all his change in this one drawer, and at one point there was some Smarties in there. And of course, me, a Canadian, is thinking Canadian Smarties, like the little mm. chocolate, like candy-covered chocolates. He's <gasps> oh, probably talking about, about rockets. Oof, they're horrible. What? Oh, How very I dare. was concerned for the dog, because he ate all that chocolate. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. 
Oh, okay. I forgot that Americans don't do Smarties, right? Yeah, they have a different Smarties, which is Rockets. Also, bad opinion, because Rockets are delicious. I don't like them. They're like little talc-like tablets. (laughs) You know what? I'll get you some Smarties. So they say Smarties, (gasps) not Rockets. You can feel American. Great. Um, And then Bucker... uh, Bucker? Buster poops out money. A buck 35 in nickels is a lot. Where did he get that? That's so I don't many think, nickels. I don't think they, it was all nickels. I think that was just his, but like, let me do some math real quick. Let me do some math. Oh my God. Are you actually checking how many nickels? That's 27 nickels. 27 nickels. Man, his That's- colon, uh, he got a healthy amount of iron. <laughs> that is the worst Ooh. joke you've ever made. I can't believe, Robin, you calculated it. But, like, how many, like, were the nickels, like, chocolate covered? Like, what dog is just like, mmm, tasty <laughs> snack? And then just, I'm gonna eat this entire drawer. He's not very smart. I just, yeah, that dog, I think, might have been, oh my god, Sophie's that stupid. Oh, Sophie. <sighs> covered in peanut butter. Guys, she is, though. Peanut yeah. Nickels. She is that stupid. Oh. Who do you think put their hand in the in the poop? Like I can't remember. Like did they go through what? the poop to see if there was a there was a ring in it? No, it cut away. Oh, you, I was thinking about that. I was like, whoever had to go through that, they don't have any hand wash on there. That smell lingers. Like it lingers for a long time. I mean, my thought is like Hurley probably Ew. was willing to, and then Sun was just like, um, no, it's not worth it. Bye. <laughs> Uses sticks like no, this is just nickels. <laughs> no, I'm just nickels. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, ah, not again. I've been here before. <laughs> the dog's actually the bank. So Hurley is like, did you ever own a dog, son? And she's like, yes. Uh, his name was Popo. Popo, that's the Bo-po. cutest name. It means a kiss. Popo. 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 Did you ever own a dog? Yes. Jin gave me one. A puppy. What was his name? Popo. Popo. That means something? Yes. It means a kiss. A kiss. Wait, we see Popo in the last that was that was the dog we saw in the their yeah, last flash the, flashback. The Sharpe, yeah. 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 Um, so in the next scene, Sun is in her garden looking around for her ring and starts tearing it up because she's pupset. Mm. And then Locke shows up and he's like, hey, here's a clean cloth. You're welcome. Where'd he get that from? I know. Oh, (laughs) the laundry, the laundry machine. Oh, yeah. You know that meme where that guy taps his head because he's really thinking? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's that's you right now. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have a nice little sit and he's like, oh, sometimes I wish I had a garden to tear apart. And she's like, oh, I've never seen you angry. And he's like, oh, well, two episodes ago, you saw me in anger management class. So I have actually been angry before. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, what what is continuity, really? Yeah. But just a thing that gets in the way of Locke being weird. I guess Sun has never seen Locke angry. That's true. Because she's never oh, really... I guess that's actually true. She hasn't been a part true. of like, his A-team missions or anything. Yeah, Sun's been on the sidelines, actually, for most of this season so I don't far. think I've ever seen you angry. I don't think I ever actually really see you a lot, anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever actually interact yeah. as characters. Mm. It's because Sun's not important to Locke. Yeah. 
Locke's like, wait, who are you again? Somebody who isn't on, for, for me hey, to manipulate? I just, uh, came across you. What's up? Yeah. So he's like, oh, I used to be angry all the time. And she's like, oh, not anymore. And he's like, no, I'm not lost anymore. Oh! <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had a garden to tear apart. I don't think I have ever seen you angry. <laughs> oh, I used to get angry. All the time. Frustrated, too. You're not frustrated anymore? I'm not lost anymore. How did you do that? Same way anything lost gets found. I stopped looking. He has been found. So he stopped because he stopped looking. Uh. And so he's like, this is advice that um, you can actually follow. I'm so much better than Jack. Hey, hey do you think that'll help me find my Apple pencil? Because I can't find that you at can all. try. Okay, I'm going to give up. <laughs> okay. Okay, sweet. Sun is sitting on the beach and Kate shows up. And Kate says, hey. And Sun says, hello. And Kate says, the ocean is pretty. Hurley told me you lost your wedding ring. So first of all, we know Hurley is a freaking gossip. And this is just more, <laughs> oh God. more evidence as to Hurley is a gossip. Thank you. <laughs> He is though. He's like shameless. He he gets so Hopefully. such joy from telling telling like every, other people things. I, I I love it. I love it. Okay, that's a hundred percent like my mom. You know that that's my mom. My mom loves to be the bearer of all. I like news. it though. She's like her own all little news. like like newsboy who like has a cap and like shouts on the sh- on the corner. You know. <laughs> so this is the full. There is a full scene here. Mm-hmm. Hey, hello. It's pretty. Hurley told me you lost your wedding ring. I was just sitting here telling myself it's so it's silly to be so upset about it. It's just a thing. Well, they've only been gone a few days and don't. I'm sick of everyone saying he's all right. He's not all right. Claire found the bottle, the one with the messages inside, the one from the raft. Where is it? I buried it. Then that's the end of the scene. So you think, okay, this scene, could it pass the Bechdel test? Because what? No, because it turns to Sawyer later in another scene. Huh. Yeah. But she says, Hurley told me you lost your wedding ring. But it's not about Hurley. And then she says, they've only been gone a few days. But, and then he's all right. He's not all right. So like, no, I guess it doesn't. I was like, no. Because it's, it's about, it's about men. It's centered around men. Instead of it being like how she feels about things. Like, because you don't have to pass the Bechdel test for it to be a feminist conversation. Like Mm -hmm. the Bechdel test is like sort of, if you take it out of context, like, it, it's not the end-all be-all. It's kind of like the Makomori test, I think, is more feminist. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain could, that for anybody who might not know it? It's uh, a woman who is competent in a movie who is not a love interest, but is also a co-lead. Mm. Oh, from Pacific Rim. Yeah, the Makomori oh, test. Oh, that's awesome. Which is why I, I would recommend to anyone who's like, oh my god, this test is amazing, this movie's amazing, don't watch the second movie. I haven't seen it. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> I won't. It fails its own test. Oh, but I'm so into Clint anyway. Eastwood's son. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Anyway. So what else um, is this, happening with son? This scene could have been feminist in that I think it's really nice for two women to just kind of sit and talk about, like, how they feel about like, yeah. where they are in terms of like who they are as people and their relationships with other people and just have a really honest conversation about like their struggles in a marriage. 
Mm-hmm. And instead, they just kind of don't do that. And I'm like, but I want to yeah. hear how Sun feels about her marriage. Oh, there's so yeah. much exposition you know? in these scenes. Mm-hmm. There's so much exposition, but nothing gets said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sun is saying, I'm sick of everyone saying he's all right. He's not all right. So she's been thinking that like Jin is like fully dead mm-hmm. for the past like day, I guess. Yeah. And she buried it. Hmm. Which is also like she buried it like within herself, you know, because she didn't tell anybody. I don't know. I'm just saying. Wait, things. so she? I didn't understand this. So she buried her own ring. She buried. Um, she buried the bottle. The message in a bottle. Oh, because she was supposed to. She, what was she supposed to do with that? Give it to that, everyone else because it had messages in it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that like Claire and Claire found it? She told Shannon. Oh. Claire and Shannon came up to Sun and said. We decided that you're the one who should decide what to do, and Sun decided to. Okay, because that was the bottle that went on the raft with them, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, so it was basically an indication that, yeah, they, did, they didn't get very far. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine if, like, <laughs> Sawyer accidentally just, like, bumped it off the side, and he was like, ah! Ah. Well, Dang too it. bad. <laughs> yeah. That would be the most Sawyer thing in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> Other than fighting a shark and losing dumb so sun digs up the bottle and actually we were talking about in the spoilers section Mm -hmm. um last episode you can see her lose the ring when she buries the oh the bottle because she like has the ring on and then at the end she doesn't it's like very subtle and like you wouldn't notice unless you were actually looking for it but that's awesome i didn't even notice yet. oh yeah fully wow robin she's so good at this God, you should you could write a dissertation on the show. I fully could, but I won't. I feel like this whole podcast is my dissertation. Yeah, I was gonna say like the whole honestly, like you could submit this for like a doctoral thesis. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So Kate's like, cool, can I have it? And she starts like going through the messages. So we know this is about how she didn't get to say goodbye to Sawyer. I totally ship skate, so I'm about this. <laughs> um but what do you think like what is she looking for? A message from him. For like, sure. She's looking for, like, a note that Sawyer wrote. But, like, it, the note wouldn't be for her. Why not? Because they're taking it to to the outside world and she's not there. Maybe she's seeing if it's a note that Sawyer wrote for another woman? Maybe. Oh, that's like, does such she think a good that, point. Did they forget what the message in the bottle was supposed to be for? Like, does Kate think that Sawyer knew that the raft was failing and so wrote a letter to her put it in the message in the bottle and then sent the bottle off for her to find. Like, I'm just confused about what Kate thinks she's going to find in here. I mean, or was she looking for, did she write a message? Kate? I don't think so. Yeah, because Kate makes a lot of emotional decisions that she immediately regrets. Yeah, Yeah. So it was like, what if she wrote a message and she was searching for the message to take it back? Oh, maybe. Hmm. We know that like Locke didn't. So I assume that some people just didn't because Charlie was like, Locke, do you want to write a thing? And he was like, haha, no. no. But like Sawyer has like specifically said that, well, he, at this point, he has said that there's no reason to stay on the island. Hmm. But at, at another point, he says like, there's no reason to leave because there's nobody out there. I feel like season two is maybe a season of bad continuity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, real talk, season two is my least favorite I season. I could see why. Yeah, it kind of goes nowhere. Yeah. I mean, we have we have Desmond, which is a great character introduction. Yes. Um, and then we have maybe like the episode where the Tailies see the thing yeah. come down. That was probably yeah. my favorite episode in season two. Yeah. And then we also have like 
characters like you know like friggin ben comes in season two right yeah 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 it's like a setup season really yeah yeah but it's like if you're taking what what is this 24 episodes 22 episodes yeah around yeah to set up the rest of like the show that's kind of cringeworthy that's brave like to know that you're not gonna get canceled yeah so she they're talking about sawyer and then kate's like oh my gosh there's your ring and then sun is happy because she finds her ring okay and then you know across the island Jin is also looking at his ring because they're made for each other yeah there's actually like their relationship comes so far from season one to now i really like it and it's it's very organic because they allowed it to take time. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that about it. I love that. Um, so that's that storyline. <laughs> I love that it took us so long to get through that storyline because yeah. we were just being annoying the whole time. Yeah. Also, it takes so long to get through it in the show. Totally. That's a good point. Oops. Now to a more interesting side of the story. Oh. What's going on with the Tailies? I don't know what's going on with the Tailies. So, the Tailies are, like, telling secrets off yonder, and Michael and Sawyer and Jin are, like, sitting in a corner by themselves, and Michael's like, oh, I need a reason to talk to my friends, so I'm gonna use this as a cover-up. Jin, it's okay, uh, well, you'll get back to Sun eventually, and Jin's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but also, this is, like, the reverse Bechtel test. Like, I was thinking about this while I was watching it yesterday, and it's like... It's like he's going, like, okay, if this was Sun being sad and someone came up to her and said, it's okay, you'll see Jin again soon, we'd be like, it's not all about him, Sun has her life. Damn, she's right. But if he goes, oh, Jin, it's okay, you'll see Sun too, we're like, oh, he loves his wife. Yeah, like, it's so (laughs) soft, it's so nice that he thinks about his wife. Yeah. But also, it is nice and soft that he thinks about his wife, because, like, men should be allowed to be soft. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's, like, more of a character journey of him, like, being kind of shit to her last season. Yeah. Like, now Ooh, that they're, like, point. pointing it out, they'll be like, oh, you know, like, oh, like, it's okay, you care about her. Not now, he doesn't care about her now, but, like, you're obviously grown. Like, your, your love yeah. is grown. That is a very fair point. Yeah, so Michael's like, hey, it's okay, you'll see Sun again soon, okay? Yeah. Anyway, I also, like, I'm totally using this as a cover-up to talk to you about how they're trying to figure out what to do with us. And so he's like, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna eat us. <laughs> I feel like Sawyer's, like, formed only on, like, 60s and 70s, like, sitcoms. It's true. I'm Sawyer, though. Yeah. They about to eat us. I would be like, yeah, no, we're probably snacks. <laughs> yeah. So Anna comes over and she's like, hey, so we're gonna uh, go and, like, collect some rations and stuff because we are gonna go to the other side of the island to be with your camp. Road um, trip! All right, all of you, get up. We're moving out. Moving out where? You're gonna help us get food and water. What, we work for you now? You're gonna do it because we have a long walk ahead of us. A long walk where? Back to where you came from. Cool, so yeah, that's what we're gonna do. And they're like, okay. That doesn't sound terrible (laughs) at all. Uh, and I was like, okay. Okay. And I'll show up at the airport. And I go, can I get on the plane now, please? And they go, no, it's delayed nine hours. (laughs) And I go, okay. And then I go to the bathroom. And then I come out of the bathroom and I go, any updates? And they go, yeah, we took off while you were in the bathroom. Because we hate you. 
Now take this meal voucher that doesn't work. Go, fetch. And I go, oh, okay. And I go over to the Wolfgang Puck Express and I go, can I have a sandwich, please? And they go, no. And I go, okay. Um, Sawyer's like, we should probably just like run away. And Michael's like, actually, um, I think we should be rational about this. And I'm like, hmm, interesting how those two switch up, huh? <laughs> they switch up real freaking quick. I think we should be rational about this. Imagine saying that to Sawyer. Yeah. Like, you just, like, you'd be like, I heard it. I heard it, too. I know. It sounded as stupid as you thought it did. So she's like, okay, so yeah, go collect your things. Don't make any noise. Be super quick, okay? And Michael's like, can we get, like, an explanation or something? Because that'd be cool. And Anna's, Anna's like, wow, would love to. Um, Not right freaking now, though. We save this for dramatic tension? Yeah. She's like, um, this is for a later reveal. Actually, okay. um, wait like two episodes and then I'll get there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, then Sawyer says, I think she needs to be slapped. I didn't pick up on that one. Cool. Love that he loves violence against women. And he, then- he says some fed up shit to her. I mean, messed up shit to her. <laughs> says some weird things to her this episode. <laughs> That, yeah. Like, I wish that we could actually just... Can we just keep all of that? Yeah, I want to keep... I want to keep all that. I tried to censor myself, but I doubled down. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what this reminds me of? Oh my what? gosh. It's like that part in AVPS when he's just like, um... Oh, shit! You guys are kids! You gotta watch my damn mouth around you, little bastards. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Shoot. Gotta watch my damn mouth right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jillian fully just did that. <laughs> I just like most of my sentence structure is, is is bleeps. Oh yeah, my I start a sentence around whatever swear word I'm gonna say, and then I yeah. just go from there. <laughs> You're like, you should speak like a lady, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Also, uh, ladies uh, say some messed up things. <laughs> Gender is a construct. What are you talking about, Brian? Gender is a construct. (laughs) Tear it apart. So what people are doing is Cindy and Echo are going to go scout. Oh, wait, wait. Hang on. We need to talk about Sawyer's disgusting sexism. Oh, oh, yes. Continue. Because what the hell? What he says says to Anna Lucia, are you married? And she goes, no. He goes, well, you'd be be a good type for it. I was like, what does that mean? Wait, you're like... I think he's being sarcastic. He's saying, oh, well, you sure seem like a freaking real great subservient wife don't you and she's like lol nope i thought he was calling her like a nagging person like you're good at nagging because that's all marriage is oh yeah i mean that's a good read too i thought it was him being like you're a real you'd be a real terrible wife wouldn't you which i just and the thing that really bugs me about this is this is the writers like being like haha look at their playful flirting and i'm like it's true what it's true it's exactly what they're doing did anyone else enjoy the chicken? This is fine. <laughs> Situation Finger normal. looking good. <laughs> like, what the? If this, this is how you want, like, your sexy character to be talking, I'm like, where's Saeed? He respects women. Yep. Yeah, where's Saeed? Hello? Where's my boy? Yeah, there's no Saeed in this episode. That's a big fail. Any That's episode true. that doesn't have Saeed shouldn't exist. Just hot mm. take. So, yeah, Echo and Cindy are going to go scout um where they're gonna go and stuff can we talk about the name combination of echo and cindy sure that's just funny to me thanks okay (laughs) 
Um, also, like, I don't know if anyone noticed or anything, but Cindy, like, first of all, I love her. And second of all, she's like, they haven't brought it up or anything yet, but Cindy is, was the, um, um, the flight attendant from the pilot. I know. That's, I think that's so cool. And like, I wish we would have learned more about her character. Cause I feel like that's a yeah. really cool aspect to explore is like, she's the goddamn flight attendant. Yeah. We see more of her later, but, um, not, in, not enough. I think. No, I want to know like way more about like the experiences of the cabin crew. Oh, that, yeah. is, that is such a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Completely agreed. Um, Libby and Michael are going to go get some fruit. And oh my gosh, Sawyer's like, hey, no, be careful. He like cares about Michael. It's like really messed up to me that Sawyer last episode was literally like, hey, tell me that my friends are okay. And they're like, hey, are we friends? And he's like, yeah, kind (laughs) of. And then here he's just like, Michael, be careful. No, wait. And then Libby's like, hey, talking about their friends. And he's like, oh, Sawyer's not my friend. So mean. I'm like, well, Sawyer wants to be your friend. Sawyer Sawyer has somehow gotten to the point where like he's making people friendship bracelets and I'm like really worried that they're not gonna wear them (laughs) I don't even really think about who is and isn't my friend like if I'm talking about a story that somebody I know did I'm gonna say my friend did yep I don't really ever think about who is and isn't my friend. Unless I don't like somebody, everybody's my friend. Right. Bernard and Anna are going to go fish. And I'm like, beforehand, like, what was Jin and Sawyer's job going to be? But Jin's like, oh, I'm good at that. Like, I'll do it. And Sawyer's like, it's true. He's really good at it. Um, I can attest to that. So you should take him. And she's like, "Uh, okay, whatever. (laughs) I'm like, thank you for supporting him. Yeah. (laughs) Jin is, like, pulling apart a uh, sea urchin using it as bait and stuff. Oh, that uni. Anna and Bernard are fishing, and Anna's like, hi, um, (laughs) did you want to, like, help or something? And Jin literally goes, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, literally looks at her and goes, uh, Uh, no, no, I'm good. (laughs) Thank you, though. He's so cute. So he says in Korean, it's like fishing. He starves to death. mean dude i have no idea so that's what he says but uh, yeah i'm not sure what the what he means by that and then yeah Jin throws his net into the water and catches like a whole bunch of them and he's just like frick you guys he dabbed on them yeah he really did though (laughs) yeah i love that this also like so neatly parallels his flashbacks where it's like yeah he is his Mm. father's son you know Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh they were making like they're like you're just a lowly fisherman and it's like oh well you didn't get trapped on an island and I did and yeah. I can use my skills now. Yeah, like look yeah. whose skills actually came in handy, idiots. Womp. Korean business is not like something that's necessary on an island. Yeah. What? So Michael and Libby are walking through the jungle and Libby's like, listen, sorry about that pit hole thing. <laughs> you and your friends and he's like, oh I guess I never thought about it like. I guess one of those my friend. And I'm like, ah, oh, you and Jin are BFFs. And I love that about you guys. <laughs> I loved that song. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, so I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Libby totally like, okay. So something that we don't know about Libby yet, but we can probably just talk about because it's not a huge spoiler or anything, is that Libby is a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Libby sees people. She sees people. And so she said, they're talking about Sawyer and she says, I don't think any, I've ever seen someone so scared in my life. Oh, yeah. And I know about scared. She totally sees how frightened Sawyer is. Hmm. Sorry, Michael. Sorry about what? You know, about throwing you and your friends into the pit. 
friends. What? I just never thought about him like that. I mean, I guess one of them's my friend. I'm guessing not the redneck. Yeah, not the redneck. I don't think I've ever seen someone so scared in my life. And I know about scared. That why you threw us in the pit? Because you're scared? And we've got trust issues. I didn't even think... That's a really good depth. Oh, hang on. Hang on, there's someone at my door. What? You're at an apartment building. Are they going to tell her to shut the heck up? Why? It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. Oh, hi. Thank you. I'm honestly on the edge of my seat. She's not being What mad. is it? <laughs> My Amazon package is here. How did they get in? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Libby sees through Sawyer and can tell that he's just really, a, he's just scared. Yeah. Aw. He's sensitive. And I think that, like, that's a nice way of them kind of being like, listen, Sawyer's garbagey, but, like, he's scared. And I'm like, okay. I mean, thank you. It doesn't excuse what he says, but thank you for trying. And Sawyer's, like, you know, sort of the epitome of, like, toxic masculinity. He has to totally. unlearn a lot of really crappy behavior. Yeah. Totally. Thank God so, for insert character here. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he's like, oh, did you throw us in the pit because you were scared? And she's like, yeah, we have trust issues, uh, which we will talk about later. <laughs> he's like, oh, why don't we? Ugh, there's, like, no fruit here. And she's like, yeah, all these trees, like, we, you know, sometimes you can find them on the ground. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, there's usually more, like, inland. And she's like, oh, we can't go over there because that's where they the come others. <gasps> Who are they? Also, I'm so sorry for Libby because she decided to not wear a bra on a plane once. And then she ended up having to not wear a bra this whole time, even though she has to do so much hiking. <laughs> oh, God, imagine the boob sweat. Oh, oh. Feels so bad for her. You know what, though? A bra would feel so performative after a while. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's like, who am I wearing this for? Yeah. Unless you, like, you need to like stop the underboob sweat. Mm -hmm. Right. Echo gives Sawyer a knife, he says, for his protection. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he can't really use it. He's literally not using his other arm. Mm -hmm. And also, the last thing you want to give Sawyer is a knife. Yeah. He's an uh, idiot. His name is Mr. Echo. I love him. I also love him. Jillian, what do you think of Mr. Echo? Um, I actually really like Mr. Echo. I think it's like... I, I, I worry I worried about like his character sometimes falling into like that token kind of like magic yeah. like African American yeah. character, but I find that he had like a really good storyline. I think he also paralleled Lo like Locke's religious journey really well. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, re I really like Echo as a character. I was I we're not in the spoiler section, but I I was I I enjoyed the way that they played out his 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 storyline. I feel like. And of course, we'll see this more when Echo and Locke start uh, start to interact. But I think that Mr. Echo and and Locke really, like you said, parallel each other, but also juxtapose each other on that they're both intense, intense men of faith, mm -hmm. but in yeah. two different ways. I think Locke is is looking for faith more than Echo's already found it. Right. Yeah, and Echo Ooh. is like very, very religious, mm -hmm. whereas Locke is just like believes in destiny mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. yeah Locke's journey for destiny is such a it's such a male journey if that makes sense yeah like it's it's very male i feel like men they're like so i don't know if it's a 
good thing or a bad thing or if it's, I mean, it's a result of like misogyny, but they just, they're so lost. Like we have so much thrust upon us, like so many things that we have to do. Yeah. Like we have to be pretty, we have to be moms, we have to cook, we have to clean. And I feel like men, they get so lost because they pushed all their responsibilities onto us. Yeah. Right. So then they're like, what's my journey? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know and I don't care. Yeah. Why am I important <laughs> in this universe? And it's like, I'm sorry, but you kind of aren't. Yeah. And look, yeah, that, that's the thing. That's the yeah. whole thing, though, for like male journeys is like, be like, what is my place in the universe? And I'm like, you know, what if you just are alive? What if you just exist? Just love. Yeah. What if you don't have to be special? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So Libby runs in and she's like, dude, Michael just freaking booked it. <laughs> I don't know. I literally told him, like, that's where the others come from. And he thought, that's where I'm going. So he just booked <laughs> it. So they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll go before Michael tells them where we are. Do you guys, so. did you really appreciate the fact that, like, Jin is speaking in Korean? And he's looking directly at Sawyer and everyone's like, what is he saying? What is he saying? It's like, Sawyer doesn't speak Korean. He knows just as much as you do. Yeah, right? Sawyer's like, you think I'm smart? Yeah, they're like, they're like, I'm they're not bilingual. Like, I don't know this. And then he says, Walt. And Sawyer's like, yeah, yeah, he's talking about Walt. <laughs> yeah. Jin's like, okay, well, let me say one word that you understand. And Sawyer's like, oh, no, I totally understand everything he was saying now. <laughs> so Jin says some stuff in Korean. And what he says is, Michael loses his son and goes looking for him. So it is. He thinks he's alive somewhere. Aww. So that, that checks out. Mm-hmm. And so Annalisia's like, Kate, well, bye, let's go. She's like, okay, Libby, grab the radio. And so you're like, what? Yeah, a radio? <laughs> have you have you tried using it? That was such it? a mansplainy <laughs> moment. And I love how Annalisia's like, yeah. And Annalisia's like, no. You're like, hmm, that never would have occurred to us without your yeah. help. <laughs> that is so funny. I literally think that line is so funny. She's like, cool, wow, um, brand new idea. <laughs> friggin revolutionary good thing i had some more men around me here to have that idea for Aww. me and jin goes no michael and i'm like oh he loves michael so Aww. much <laughs> their little like trio of friendship is actually like precious as hell yeah they're a good three totally trio yeah they all have weird masculinity issues in their own way yes yeah but also shout out to like are they all men sure but at least two out of three of them are people of color yeah that's cool yeah yeah it's more diverse than the entire run of Friends ever was. Yeah, this show. True. This show was was most one of most probably was one of the most diverse shows on television in two thousand five, right? Oh, for sure. Totally. I mean, That's, even now. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty yeah. cool. Let's go. We're moving out now. Cindy, water. Libby, can you carry the radio? Wait, you have a radio? Does it work? Can you use it? Wow, what a great idea. You're going to slow us down? No. Michael. We're leaving before he can tell them where we are. Michael. What are we supposed to do? Wait for him? He ain't coming back without his kid. Walt. He ain't coming back without Walt. You really think he's going to find him? Um, Sawyer says the phrase, every man for himself. And that's just kind of a little Easter egg because there's a... A Sawyer episode in season three called Every Man for Himself. Yep. Oh. So there you go. And so, yeah. Oh, and then he also calls Jin Chewy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so he sees himself as a Han Solo character. Yeah, but of course he does. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But also, I love that, like, that's just one of Sawyer's, like, more nuanced and 
um, just like really accurate nicknames. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, like that works on multiple mm-hmm. levels. It isn't racially insensitive. <laughs> yeah. So Echo's like, no, Jin. So Echo stops Jin and he's like, no, let's not. And Jin's like, I think I'll punch him. What? <laughs> bad idea. Bad idea. So Echo's like, um, no. <laughs> Echo's like, what if you didn't? <laughs> I love how Jin punches him. Echo headbutts Jin. And then Jin gets up and Echo's like, okay, you have earned your right he lets him through okay but like that's literally the whole point he has to show he's strong yeah and he has to show that he like actually like super wants to to go and save it. like his friend is really worth mm-hmm. it to him exactly um so echo's like okay well you're going the wrong way so let's go in and save your friend and anna's like where are you going and he's like i'm gonna go help him and they're not gonna wait for him and he's like that's okay <laughs> that, that's fine okay whatever as if i care mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I don't. Whatever. So they start, they're like walking together and Echo is like tracking. I. It's just weird to me that Echo is tracking. Because like we know Kate tracks mm-hmm. and Locke tracks. But it's weird to me that Echo tracks considering that we know uh, quite a bit about his background. Um, and I don't know why he would ever have to track somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, what? I mean, I guess like we can make up a reason why he, like we can't talk about it right now, I guess, but. Like, I, we can make up a reason for why he would want be able to track somebody. But It's a fun hobby. Sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's an innate talent. Yeah, so boar, there you go. Jin gets hit by a boar, <laughs> which is just classic. I love how they're just like, like, other times, like in Walkabout when people get hit by a boar. Mm-hmm. So Michael got hit by a boar in Walkabout because boar were like important to the story. Sawyer got hit by a boar in Outlaws because boar were important to the story. We're like, Jen needs to fall down a hill. <laughs> a boar! Bring the boar in! Bring in the boar! Marry the boy. That yeah. boar would just make me hungry if I was on an island. I just think about ribs. Mm. Jillian! <laughs> just because it's true doesn't mean you should say it. <laughs> so he falls down the hill and he stops near a dead body and his name was Goodwin. <gasps> oh. And it was the others. Others. I don't want to say anything else just now. I have a lot of thoughts on Goodwin. Me too. Oh, Goodwin. Goodwin. Oh, Goodwin. We will meet, we will learn more about Goodwin in two episodes, okay? That's so many from now. Yeah. Well, well, then we will talk about, (laughs) then we will talk about Goodwin. So Echo gives Jin some aloe vera and Echo asks if Jin is married. And Jin is like, yes. Are you married? And Echo says, worse. Like what? Like single? What? What does that mean? I'm so confused by this because Mr. Echo has never like had a love interest or been anyone's love interest. On yeah, that's show. really weird. He's a very desexualized I character. Think, I think doesn't worse just mean that he's like forever alone? Maybe because he's turned to God and like he doesn't. Who wants to be celibate? It, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Say worse because that's what it says on Lostpedia. But let me go. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, but now that you're saying that, wow, Mr. I mean, but Mr. Echo is supposed to be desexualized, right? Like, because yeah. of, yeah. Oh, Very totally. pastor-like, like, religious figure. Yeah. But then can you look at Michael? Michael's love interest was, like, not really a love interest because she was evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, she was kind of the worst. Yeah. God, the, that rewatching that, that was crazy. Oh. You look at it and you're like, that was one of the most villainous characters on this show. Oh, I hated her so much. Uh, and I didn't want to. What has that actress been in before, too? Bones. Bones. That was what it was. Yep. 
Okay, can you guys be quiet for a real quick second? Because I finally found the scene. I'm going to listen to it, okay? No, he d- he fully says worse. Huh! He absolutely says worse. I don't I don't know what that I don't know what that means. I have no idea. You should tweet at them and ask them. <laughs> Damon would be like, "Can you leave me alone?" <laughs> anyway, like Echo has this water bottle, like these water bottles that like Echo said that he made that knife. So did Echo make like all these like water bottles made out of like animal skins too? Like what a crafty guy. DIY water bottle. Oh my god. <laughs> Where is his YouTube channel? Right? I would watch the heck out of him teaching me to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian, anything gross, dad? Pardon? I said Jillian, anything gross, dad? Uh, no, not at the <laughs> moment. Okay, okay. Um. So Echo finds a footprint, and he's like, "Oh, is it Michael?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's gotta be Michael because they don't leave footprints." What is that supposed to mean? They just real careful, or they like have somebody. How do, how do they manage that? Do they like? Yeah. What if they have somebody who like brushes it behind them? Like they're in their freaking like following the leader freaking single file freaking line. <laughs> And at the end, they just have a guy, like, with a rake. <laughs> with, like, one of those rakes that you use in the sand pits at a golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And he just, like, has that in the back. Oh, my God. At the end of the line. <laughs> right, though? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing That's it, right. and I'm, like, trying to pick who it would be. Yeah. Like, who who gets, like, leaf duty that day? <laughs> leaf duty. Danny Pickett. <laughs> yep. We don't know who he is yet, but it's Danny Pickett, and I know it's <laughs> my part. Whoever whoever upsets insert spoiler man here. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh shush. We're in this iconic shot. <coughs> Sorry. In this iconic <laughs> shot where Echo like turns around and goes shh and like holds Jin's mouth closed and they like do like that zoom in. It's like it's pretty cool. It's a good shot. And then like later in the series when you see that they're hiding from and then it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So they hide in the thing and all these legs go by with this like teddy bear, which is like super duper ominous. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Can we talk about that in the spoiler section? Yeah, for sure. I have thoughts. Yes. I'm just going to make a lot of fun of it. Great. Okay. <laughs> so Jin wants to follow them and he's like, um, first of all, it's a bad idea. Also, they don't have him because they came from that way and Michael was that way. So he's super lucky that it didn't, that they didn't find him. And he's like, okay, well you go back and I'll just go. And he's like, no. Together! Do it together. Together! <laughs> so Sawyer's got to do a little sit. Mm-hmm. Just a little sit. He's tired. Mm-hmm. Well, he's having a hard time. Of course. He can't use one of his arms. It probably hurts a lot. Yeah. So Anna gives him some water, and he's like, so we're going to have to leave you behind if you're going to be so heckin' slow. And he's like, okay, bye. Weird way to flirt, but okay. <laughs> Um, and he's like, cool, well, I have a question. How are you going to find my camp if I'm not here and neither is your tracker guy? And she's like, well, here's a really smart plan. Um, so you're stupid. I'm going so I'm to I'm smell it. it. I love how she's like, here's my plan. It's a really smart plan and it's literally going to work. And also Echo will come back. And he's like, oh, well, <laughs> fine. Then I guess I will make fun of you for being naggy and smart. Right? Yeah. Ugh. You got me there. Guess like I'm going to get kind of sexist. She's a freaking cop. She's going to be okay. Got a question for you. Yeah? Now that your tracker's gone, how are you going to find our camp without me? Walk across the island, follow the beaches, and Echo's coming back. You married? 
What? You married. No. Too bad. You seem suited for it. Funny. What about you? No, ma'am. You gay? <laughs> Funny. It's just like, why does why does Sawyer automatically assume that she's not competent? I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like... I mean, she kind of she can be incompetent. But so far, she's kept, you know, that little group alive. That's true. So... I think that he knows that she can be competent. That's probably why he's just like, let's bring her down so I can be the leader, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's a good point. Sawyer, anyone in authority is just like, oh, I hate you. Because <laughs> although Echo is larger than him, he, like, Echo is more, um, like, he'd probably be okay with, like, he let he lets Anna take over yes. and be the leader. Yeah. So he'd probably let somebody else, like, he probably doesn't want to be the leader himself. Yeah. And Echo's a um, more gentle spirit. Like, I feel like yeah. Sawyer can sense that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Echo's not an alpha. Right. So is Anna married? And she says no. And he's like, oh, it seems like you're suited for it. Which I guess just has like a bajillion different meanings. And they're all just condescending. Yeah. And so she's like, cool. Well, are you married? And he goes, no. And she goes, oh, are you gay? Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, so you're not married to your gay? <laughs> yeah, right. Funny. Let's go. What are we waiting for? But first of all, it's not a joke. What does he say after that, though? She said, she said, are you gay? And it's not, he sounds like he says bye. Like he, he like, he responds with one word. And I don't, I don't, I can't really recall what exactly it was that he said, but it the sounds word, like he responded the, with bye. The word is funny. Funny. But the way that he said it, it's, it sounds like he said bye. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, are we, is this something I didn't that even pick up That would have been better. On? I would have preferred. That would be Yeah, incredible. that would have been better. I like how he didn't, like, vehemently, like, say, no, I'm not gay. Why would I ever be gay? You know, he was just, like, funny. Yeah, but but gross. Ugh. He was just like, haha, good one. Like, I honestly, like, I don't think that this moment needs to be, like, criticized too, too no. terribly or anything. If Sawyer was gay, oh my god. Oh my god. god, he'd be such a player still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true, that's true. He'd be such a jerk about it, too. He'd get so much. But also, I don't know. He'd be one of those gays who would look down on Drag Race. True. Oh, I hate those. You know he would, though. But also, like, her being, him being like, I'm not married, so that means that he is gay. So is she, like, because gay marriage isn't legal yet, question mark? Oh, maybe. At the time? Not till 2015. Maybe. So, we're back to Echo and Jin. And Echo lost his trail, so he'll go back and find it. So Jin's gonna stay there. But then he sees Michael, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, gotta go. So he, like, runs toward Michael, and Michael doesn't want to hang out with him. That's so not nice. But either way, Echo finds them again. Um, And Michael's like, no, I'm not going back without Walt. And he's, like, yelling, and they're like, maybe you shouldn't yell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, just just a tip. And Michael's like, what? They can come for me. I don't care. And he, like, is try- like, has a stick, and he's gonna hit them with the stick, I guess. Yeah, like, he's, like, ready to square up. Yeah. And Echo says, you don't know what these people are capable of, but you will in two episodes. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, looking back, like, all of this is just really funny to me. Yeah. We know that Michael, it tracks that Michael's still looking for Walt, and of course he's gonna look for Walt forever. And, like, of course he's really messed up by the fact that, like, he's literally holding Walt when they took him away. Yep. Like, there was nothing he could have done. And Jin is like, you know what? You will do it. You can find him, I believe, but 
now is not the time and this is not the way. Mm-hmm. The fact that like this kind of works though is interesting. Yeah. That's it. That's it for that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe we did it. So that's that's that. The island. We did it. Okay, should we should we uh, continue? Yeah, yes. let's go to through the flashback. Okay, hey Brittany, do you want to talk about something called Patreon? Oh my god, yeah, okay. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but we have a Patreon, and it's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash the aficionados. And mm-hmm. if you have a spare dollar, we would really appreciate it because all of the money that gets donated goes to our hosting costs. And we've now decided to do how many more podcasts? Oh Two? Oh boy. Yeah. Yes. So we'll have five. So that's gonna cost money. <laughs> so yeah. Please please help us. I mean, four Four feeds, right? Four yeah, feeds, four feeds. But five podcasts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Patreon is a service in which you can donate monthly to some of your favorite creators. And so if we are included in that, first of all, thank you. Um, <laughs> second of all, yeah, check out our Patreon. Uh, the lowest is $1 a month. You can find that change on the ground. So, uh, yeah, if you've got some spare change every single month, uh, I think Scott put it <laughs> Scott put it really well. And, and he said, don't buy yourself a Starbucks once a month. And just give it to us. Because <laughs> we need it, please. Yeah, it all goes back to the podcast. Thanks. My favorite thing about the podcast thing is that Robin says she could find that change on the ground. And every time she says it, I think of a different thing that I would do with the change on the ground. Uh, well, you know, it did come out of the dog. Ah! Oh, true, true. <laughs> give us your poop money. You can find that change in some poop. Give us your poop money. <laughs> give us your poop. <laughs> we'll sort through it ourselves. And then, and we also have a survey. So our survey, it's just kind of like for forever open. Uh, it'll be in the description, and you just go on there and you answer some questions about like what you like about the podcast, what you think we could improve on, and um, also you know all the answers to the questions already. So it's super easy. Yeah, because half of them are like, "What's your favorite yeah. chocolate, Jillian? What's your favorite chocolate?" Mm, I had a dream about Kit Kats last night. Yeah, that makes mm, sense. For I you. want a Kit Kat now. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Kit Kat. Wait, no. Uh, why aren't you allowed a Kit Kat? I am trying to be healthy. Also, I watched a video last night on Bon Appetit where she like. Have you watched those videos where they remake like the junk food? Yes. Oh, I watched her make the Kit Kat, and it was very hard. Some things maybe you just shouldn't handmade. <laughs> like when binging with Babish did like handmade phyllo dough, and he was like, "I don't know uh. why I did this." <laughs> he was like, "This was a waste of time." Babish. I love him. Just buy it from the store. I love him. I love his voice. I love everything about him. I have like a platonic crush on him. <laughs> his new apartment is sick. I know. Should we power through right, these flashbacks, my friends? Yeah, because yeah. we're, we're being idiots. And also, yeah. So. Also, these are my notes. <laughs> we're going to talk about Jin's, fla- Jin's flashbacks first. Woo woo! Oh, okay. So, Jin is uh, getting all uh, uh, snazzied up in his suit. He looks so handsome. And this is his friend slash roommate, Tai Su. That's yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. And he has this destiny book uh, that I guess he had in his family for a long time. Okay, so that's why it's in Chinese and not Korean. Because I was looking at it and I was like, I was looking oh. Because I noted, I, that's why I noted at 324, the book is clearly in Chinese. Like, it's not in Korean. But wow. I, I thought, oh, I, I told, I texted Brittany about this, but I, yeah. I talked to my sister about it. And my sister says that apparently... Old documents in Korea, including family registries and ancient texts, 
are are typically can not typically, but you can see that they they're actually in Chinese sometimes. Okay, okay. Well, that makes I me feel why. good. But the posters around the walls, some of them I saw were in Chinese in Jin's apartment. Okay, okay. So I was very confused by that. But that's I was that was a moment where I was like, is that why is he reading Chinese? It's Korean, and I thought it was a huge error, but it was not. Gabby cleared it up. For oh, me. okay. That feels far less racist. I'm into it. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I, although I do feel like Dan probably walked in and looked at the set deck and went, deck and went uh. <laughs> No, yeah, like, mostly, I guess. Y'all, <laughs> you you got it half right. Pretending this is Close Korea enough, and whatever. it's like Honolulu. Yeah. Very yeah, different you, do the be- you do the best you can. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, like, love will find you. Like, here's the Destiny book. And it worked. It worked for every single person in my family. And it looks like love will look <laughs> orange. And he's like, cool. Okay. okay, thanks so much. And he's like, listen, I can't even take care of myself. How am I supposed to take care of somebody else? Yeah, look at this freaking tie of mine. I'm not paying for yeah. it. Yeah. I don't and even have posters in the right language. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, you should, well, maybe you should let a woman take care of you. And Jin's like, um, no. <laughs> That's not what women are for. Yeah. He's like, a man needs goals. A man needs to be strong. A man needs to be like blah, blah, blah. Where did he learn these ideals from? Yeah, I feel like his, his dad death. did not teach him to be this way. No. Yeah, like we can talk a little bit more about it in the spoiler section, but like, true. I don't know. I just like don't know. This seems that... more toxic than normal. Yeah. Wait, maybe Korean dramas are kind of toxic. To my job interview and the tag on his tie is still on there and he's like, oh, that's okay. I'm going to return it lol. Um, and he's <laughs> like, well, what do I tell it? Tell love if it comes knocking. And he says, tell it to wait. I'm busy. That's such a great line. He sounds like every woman in a rom-com. Tell it to wait. I'm on a career. Tell I'm about me right now. Yeah. Um, so he's at the interview and, oh, there's this thing about his resume. Um, his resume has issues. Oh my there God. Are... I have so much in common with his resume. Continuity <laughs> problem. Okay. Bloopers and continuity errors. On Jin's resume, his last name is spelled K-W-A-N instead of K-W-O-N. Um, also, his resume com- claims he was born on November 11th, 1974, and is 30 years old. That is impossible, as Oceanic Flight 815 crashed September 22nd, 2004. So basically, he's too old. Uh, but they think that he might have just, like, fudged it <laughs> on his resume, just to make himself seem... Like, more appropriate. To the yeah, just seem older and better. That would um, make sense. Yeah. Uh, his last name is spelled correctly in Korean just transliterated incorrectly so maybe that was just his bad um they yeah they sometimes Juan and Quan they're 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 pretty much interchangeable when it comes to the the English uh translation of that yeah oh yeah um, so you'll see it K-W-A-N or K-W-O-N in like multiple different forms yeah okay sweet okay um, interesting yeah Jillian do you know anything about this it says uh ages are calculated differently in Korea yes Koreans are a year older than we are so they basically yeah. you're a year old when you're born so they count right. the time that you're in the womb. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah, and the Korean ages are also according to the year, I think. Gabby knows a little bit more of this. But, like, you're it's it's more by, like, the year that you're born in, right? Okay. Right. So, like, like yeah. you're an 89er, and, like, I'm, like, a 93er. Like, it's, like, it's all about, like, the year that you're born in. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. But, uh, yeah. So someone on Lostpedia said, like, maybe that's the reason why everyone thinks it's, like, he's a little bit too old. Mm-hmm. But someone else answered, 
It has been twice confirmed that the Quans were married in 2000, which is four years before the crash, mm-hmm. during the year of the dragon, which puts the flashbacks at the latest in 1999, so Jin should be around 25 years old. Yeah, maybe he so. just made himself look older. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that someone brought up was the resume was created by the prop department without the writer's approval and thus cannot be considered canon. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I can't imagine that happening now. Yeah. That's so interesting. So, um, they end up using that birthday for him later, though. So, that is, like, his canonical birthday. Uh, The reason Robin knows that is a very sad reason. Yeah, it's a sad reason that I don't want to talk about. What else? Okay, yeah, so he's at the interview and there are some issues with the resume. And of course he's got, I think it's so wonderful that he has a headshot on his resume. <laughs> I think you have, you, it was like a selfie. Who includes a headshot? No, I think you have to have that. You have to have that in Korea. I think so, Japan and Korea, I think they put their headshots on it. Why? Because you gotta be good looking. Oh, good point. Oh, Yeah, because wow. remember, like, they're just like, whoa, is that Daniel Day Kim? <laughs> I think I think they do. Ha- I think they do have to have their headshots. Oh my on god! It. I think they're like because it's like it's like look is like aesthetics are very important. Interesting. Yeah. I think so. Me and Gabby had this conversation the other day. Actually. Um, but also, like, how do you get clocked for her? Like, like the fact that he got caught in a lie. I'm like, oh, dude, how bad did you mess up? <laughs> he just yeah. did. He wasn't very smart about it, or they did their they did their research on the Google. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the Google. Um. So he worked at the Asia- Asiana Hotel. Uh, as a busboy, but then he was promoted to a waiter, and he's like, oh, they don't really promote people within there, and he's just like, yes, <laughs> but I was. So did we ever find out, like, why Jin lied um, about this? About which? About, like, working there? He did? Well, he said he was promoted. I just assumed all of that was a lie. Why? I don't know. I ne- I I don't know. I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. I never, I never thought it was a lie. Let me check the, uh, let me check his page on here but like we know that later because we saw him in house of the rising sun being a waiter for like son's dad's party or whatever yeah jin served in the national army as all as the law demands all korean men do after completing his service jin moved to seoul to raise his standard of life there he lived with a friend named taisu and looked for work at nearby hotels he worked as a worked hard as a kitchen helper until he became a waiter so it looks like that was true okay the Seoul Gateway Hotel then hired him as a doorman, but its manager warned him that his background would haunt him. Jin quit his job after realizing the class policing that accompanied it and then and again became a waiter in House of the Rising Sun. I love that his reason okay. for quitting. Like, it just warmed my heart. Totally. He was like, hmm, you were even more bigoted than I thought. Bye. Um, so he's like, oh, what village are you from? And he's like, oh, sorry, what? I'm totally from here. And he's like, no, you're totally not. Um, so where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from the South Coast. And he's like, oh, yeah, fishermen's blah, blah. <laughs> Such a yeah, classist thing. I just like I don't. I mean, of course, this is like my Western misunderstanding. But yes. like, what is the big deal? I, I honestly, I just think that like, like it's just. I think it's like a the. I don't know how, how accurate it is, but it just seems like a like a, a a heavily handed like way to like illustrate his class difference. Right. Okay. So kind of like oh, you were a farmer, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, like more so like underlining like why he shouldn't be with with son. Okay. Hmm. I was just like, fisherman, like, that means he has skills. Yeah, so, so yeah, he notices that the tie still has a tag on it, and he takes it off, and it's, like, that one gift from Mean Girls, where they, she, like, breaks the, the tiara, mm-hmm. and they're like, <gasps> <laughs> No. Thank you for making us think of that. Like, if he still had the tag, could he still return it? Probably not. I don't think, st- no. 
Oh, that's weird. Because at Winners, I work at Winners. At Winners, you can just, if you have the tag, you're good. Even if you don't have the tag, we're like, that's okay. I mean, I feel like winner standards and like luxury standards are a little yeah, different. <laughs> too. Um, but they hire Jin anyway. Yay! Do you think it's and because he, like, the guy who hired him saw a little bit of Jin in himself? Yeah. Oh, tell me I more. Sure tell do. me more. That's kind of something that I picked up on. I was like, I was like, he's like, he's like, don't open the door for people like you. And it's like, yeah. he he recognized Jin in a way. So maybe there was like an unsaid like connection there. Right. So that's what I, I would thought. argue that he like specifically chooses Jin because he's just like, I will be like, if he picked some like fancy person, he'd be like, don't let poor people in. And he'd be like, oh, but what constitutes a poor person? But if he goes, Jin, don't let people like you. He's like, oh, I know what I am. Yep. I don't know. Um, But he says, you will start immediately. You will work rain or shine. You will not ask for a raise or time off. And he's like, here you go. Also, this job sucks. Oh, I had a fire joke about this. Ooh. Ready? (laughs) Ready? Okay. That guy sounds a lot like Elon Musk. Oh, you will not not ask for a raise. You will work day and night. I hope you bleed during this job. R.I.P. to Elon Musk. (laughs) I thought about it when I was watching it. (laughs) Elon Musk, wrecked by a lost podcast. (laughs) He gets given his uniform and he's like, like, yes, Soul Gateway Hotel is like the best hotel ever. And it's not for people like you. Just, I mean, you're all working at the hotel. Is there really much of a hierarchy there? Yeah. (laughs) garbage like you work at a hotel it's like it's like when i worked at licenza and then would like look down at people working at licenza or shopping like what yeah it's so weird i'm like i work at a bra store i know what i'm about (laughs) so at some point he like opens the door for like sun and everything and you're like (gasps) a close call romance is in the air yeah But later, Jin opens the door for Jai Lee, and he asks to borrow the flower on his lapel. And, like, Jin and Sun giving each other flowers is, like, a whole thing with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's, like, a real big symbolism thing with them. In their, like, very first episode, even, in the la- in the in House of the Rising Sun, that's, yep. like, something that stops Sun from, like, going and, like, leaving Jin because he, like, brings back them and flowers. And, like, Sun was getting flowers from Jin before she even knew him. And doesn't he reveal a flower when he's standing and she's about to leave the airport? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, a thing that makes her, like, that, like, reminds her of, like, their love and stuff. Yeah. So, them and flowers is, like, a whole thing. Gross, I love it. He's like, cool. Also, what's your name? He's like, oh, my name's Jin. And he's like, oh, well, hey, thanks, Jin. And he's like, oh, my God. That was like the London Tipton of this hotel. (laughs) Stop it. Don't encourage her. I love it. For those who don't get the joke, explain the joke. Uh... There was a show on Disney Channel called The Mm -hmm. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And uh, Zack and Cody lived in the Tipton, which is like basically the Hilton, right? And her name was London Tipton. She was Paris Hilton. But but London Tipton, she's just really stupid. I love it. Yeah. Every time when they were just like, oh, he owns, he's handsome and rich and smart and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, (laughs) oh, so. London Tipton was like two out of three of those things. Oh, roasted. She just was really freaking stupid. I always forgot how cute and nice he was, this guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Genuinely, I love Jai Lee so much. Uh, Yeah, until he like totally... Like, reveals, like, his yeah. plan. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. It's like, I was like, he's not that cute, nice guy. <laughs> so, 
So son passes again, and this little boy and his dad come up, and he's like, please, my son really has to go to the bathroom. And he's like, oh, well, like, there's a bathroom over there. Like, are you good to hold it? And the kid's like, no. And Jin's like, shoot. <laughs> um, ugh, okay, yeah, I guess. Go ahead. And the, the guy comes out and was just like, I watched that. Like, was this? Oh, oh, was this a test? Oh, maybe. Oh. That's a lot to go through for a test, though. Yeah, seriously. He's like, actors, come on. The kid's like, I have to pee. <laughs> no, you just slide a father and send 20 bucks and say, pretend your kid has to pee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. He's like, hey, you look poor. Pretend you have to pee. Oh, uh, the classism is really gross. So he's like, oh, well, this was your first strike. And he realizes how much of a bigot and how much classism is going on here. And he's like, go in and get them and stop them from going to the bathroom. And Jin's like, you know what? Pass. Bye. And also, like, it's a bathroom. Yeah. Like, the bathroom can be fancy, but at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing in it. Yep. So. Jin is walking down by the river and, you know, you you kind of see some people who are, you know, lower class right beside him. So he's like, now, you know, by the river, he sees, like, there's someone fishing in the background. So he's probably just like, here I am with my people again, I guess. Yeah. And he sees a girl in an orange dress. (gasps) And he's like, oh my god, orange. And he's like, that must be the love of my life. Oh, wait, here she is. There she is. It just took him a minute to find her, okay? The Destiny book worked. What a meet-cute. It was a meet-cute. Okay, literally, it's the the definition of a meet-cute. Yeah. Besides, like, Des and Penny. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, just shout out to Jaquino for the music. It's great. Thank you. (laughs) Robin, at any point, can I bring up Jaquino? Um, he does a good job. Thank you. I'm I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah, it's okay. So, do you guys want to talk about Jin a little bit more, or do you want, or can we move on to Sun's flashback? Let's go to Sun, my queen. Sun. So, Sun is with her mom, and she's, like, trying to put on a hairpin and stuff, and her mom's like, oh, you can't wear high heels. This is so weird. So, so weird. weird. Like, wh- why is this what her mom is thinking about? Her mom's kind of a bitch. Like, yeah. what they're trying to, I, th- I'm ge- I think... What they're trying to do here is they're just, like, talking about, like, a matchmaker and stuff. And, like, where have you seen a matchmaker before? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mulan? Like, 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 is this sort of, like, just them being, like, oh, st- Asian stereotypes. Here you go. This is what they need to do. Look at how hard the mom is. Right? Like, is that? That, that kind know, of felt that way. Or, like, it, or like yeah. how much pressure she had, like, in her, like, high-class life. And how, like, this yeah. is going to set her up for wanting somebody who isn't part of that. Right. I think yeah, it's just, exactly. like... Like societal sexism, where like you can't mm-hmm. upset yep. men, like don't, yeah, don't be taller than a man. And it's like, are you kidding me? Right. You can't help how tall you are. That's yeah. what men are threatened yep. by. Yeah, and it's sad because yeah, sometimes <laughs> that's what men are threatened by, literally. And so her mom's like, oh, if if only you had found a man in college. And she's like, well, I was at college to learn. Well, that line, the classic line where her mom was like, well, when you were in college, you know, going to college made you turn silver. Don't let yourself turn bronze. And I was like, fudge. That's so mean. Horrible. Okay, but also, you know who I can hear saying that? Mm. Emily Gilmore. Yes. Oh my God. It's so true. Like 100% to Lorelai. Yeah. Totally true. Ugh. With apologies to Emily Gilmore. And son's like, actually, I'm still freaking cute. <laughs> she is. Get off my ass, mom. <laughs> she is cute. Leave her alone. So she's like, oh, we have to go and like talk to the matchmaker. And you did four years of college, which is a number. Oh. Son says, I'll find a husband when the time is right. And it's like nice that she like she has faith that she will. I mean, she's a catch. I think she knows it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she says, well, your father says the time is now. Okay, why does he get a say? Yeah. He's rich. He's not about this, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. He and um, feel uncomfortable when we are not about him? Yes. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. He's like, so. why, but like, why are men's like self-worth tied to whether or not their daughters are married? Because their daughter's their property, right? Oh, totally. Ugh, ew. I hate that that's true. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Sun is going to go on her date and, you know, the matchmaker is there and everything. And they're saying, oh, he's handsome, he's smart, he's rich, and they, they own 12 other hotels. Damn. And I'm like, okay. That's too many hotels, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and then Jin opens the door for her and he's like, hello. And I'm like, please get married. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. I have great news for you then. That they do. They do it. Also, great. Thanks for the great news. The matchmaker, like, is this just not, um, like, Hitch, but in Korea? Yes! <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. Also, the fact that Sun studied art history made me so happy, but then the, f- oh the guy across from her was like, yeah, I studied Russian medieval literature, and I was like, really? Like, really? How the heck did you pick <laughs> that? That's a very specific thing. What so, are yeah. you gonna do with that? Be rich and own a hotel! Oh, good point. <laughs> Yeah, when you're that rich, I guess you can do anything you want. Passion project. <laughs> so, Sun went to the Seoul National University, uh, but Jai Lee went to Harvard. Harvard. Oh, all right. Emily Gilmore quaking. <laughs> <laughs> and so after they all leave and everything, he's like, oh, who's pressuring, pressuring you more? Isn't this the worst? And they're like, oh, yeah, haha, relatable. Yeah, so she took art history and he took medieval Russian literature. I love how, he, how she's like, oh, I took art history. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know anything about art. And she's like, oh, my God, it's totally okay. <laughs> what did you take? Oh, I took medieval Russian literature. And she's like, oh, I know all about that. <laughs> Literally, what? Who even is she? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing hotel management instead. And they're like, yeah, that's weird. Ha ha ha, that happened, lol. Mm-hmm. But now they're like, and then they're just like getting along. And it's like different, you know. In another world, they would have been perfect for each other. Totally. If he hadn't been who he was. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have so many feelings. So uh, at their next date, he's telling this like kooky story, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, can you believe it? You know, and it's like that, um, 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 what's his name? The soccer player, Ronaldo. What about Ronaldo? What's his name? What's his Cristiano? name? Cristiano? Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. And that, um, 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 that, 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 that commercial where he's like in the hotel and then he's okay. like, and then he, and then he like bends down and then like the, the like maid or whatever, or the housekeeper like helps him get back into his, 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 um, 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 room. <laughs> and then she like takes a, a picture. And then as soon as he gets back into his room, it's like all over the news and it's like him like half naked in a towel. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shenanigans. <laughs> that's this whole, that's his story. When he said that, I was like, that's already a commercial. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoever made that commercial was like, Oh, I'm watching Lost. They watched Lost and they were like, aha! Except it's Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. No, you, you, if I knew what you were talking about, I would agree with you. There's no way you haven't seen this commercial. Same. What's amazing is that I fully haven't, so... Have you seen this commercial, Jillian? Um, was it on during the World Cup? Probably. I think that, yeah, I think I have seen it. Ronaldo. The only thing I know about him is that bad statue of him. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Where am I? Okay, yeah, so he's telling this funny story, and she's like, oh my god, you're so normal. And he's like, I know, I'm so normal. And she, he's, he's like, full disclosure, you're fully my beard right now. <laughs> oh, it makes me sad. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh. Like, yeah, I met an American woman at Harvard, and in six months I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna 
marry her. But, like, if as long as, like, we chill out, like, together, our parents will be off our butts, you know? It's not a bad plan. And she's out here thinking, it's an okay plan if communication had happened. Yes. You need to make your freaking intentions clear so you don't hurt people's feelings. <laughs> it's true. And so Sun's like, okay, well, bye, I guess. Aww. But she's got a brighter future with Jin. Yes, she's exactly. True. It's true on an island, but yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, she runs into Jin at the end of the episode. Aww. That literally, I Destiny wanted them to be together. Totally. Like he was meant to have that job for the exact time that she was in that hotel, and then as soon as they both left the exact same hotel, <laughs> they come together. Hmm. Right. Beautiful romance. She's right. She's right. Should we do our segments now? Yeah. All right. So now it's time for segments. Uh, we'll do our favorite line award first. My favorite line goes to Hurley for... When I was a kid, my dog Buster, I had this stroll where I'd throw in all my change, right? And I guess there were some Smarties in there. So like the next day, Buster craps out a buck 35 nickels. That is the best line. It's so good. Also, Everything else that we picked isn't going to be as good as that line, just for the record. Once you've seen season two, please go look up the bloopers for season two, because this scene has the most perfect blooper where Yin Jin just, like, laughs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, and mine goes to, I think it's Michael. For the- I mean, I guess one of them's my friend. I'm guessing not the redneck. Yeah, not the redneck. <laughs> not the redneck that's so mean <laughs> he doesn't even correct her and give him a name yeah. he just says He's not like, yeah, the redneck not that one. no like it's not so much like the line is like the whole idea of it that makes me laugh yeah um, mine is um when Jin's friend goes what should I do if love calls and Jin goes tell it to wait And he set off on his career-oriented female journey. Yeah. And then he looks straight into the camera and winks. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> so now it's time for Light and Dark. Um, I don't know. I only was able to watch this episode once because of a time crunch. Um, but, like, the hotel is, like, really dark inside every time we're in. And then it's, like, Jin is, like, kind of ushering people into the darkness. <laughs> I don't know. This is definitely, like, a thematically light episode in ways, I totally. think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but yeah, if the hotel is darkness, like I was saying, they're both leaving the exact same hotel. Yeah. Right? So they're leaving, like, this darkness and coming out into the light. That's kind of a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. Wow. That's so much deeper than I was even thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So now it's time for Man of Science, Man of Faith. So I'm just going to name some characters and we are going to decide if they are more Man of Science or more Man of Faith this episode. So let's start with Sun. I think Sun was a questioning Man of Faith. Agree. Ooh. Because she was looking for her ring, and she was like, "Is this right. not this is? It's not meant to be. It's not." And then she finds her ring, and it's like, it's like a very like religious experience for her. Yes, and okay, I would agree. say that Jin is also a man of faith in this episode, being like Michael, like you will find your son, mm-hmm. and I we first of all we will find Michael, then Michael, you will find your son, but this is not the mm-hmm. way. Um, okay, uh, Kate. Huh, I think Kate. Science. Science. I think yeah. yeah. I think more often than not very rational being all the people that sun had like a weird conversation with and she like immediately goes to do like the research on the bottle you know she like immediately goes to like look at the evidence Mm -hmm. jack science Locke, faith hurley science i think 
I would I, say, yeah, science, because, like, I, he looked for a logical reason where, place, where it would be. Ooh, good point. Yes, my hypothesis is poop. <laughs> my hypothesis is poop is yeah. the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Michael? My hypothesis is poop. <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael, I think, is just man, man of anger. I don't think there's, he's just... No, I would argue faith. Yeah. Ooh. Because he listens to Jin. That's true. Ooh. That's true. You know, he puts his faith in what Jin is saying. Yeah. Sawyer? Idiot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, Anna? Uh, science. Science. Yeah, yeah. Echo? Faith. faith. Libby? Mm-hmm. Science. Her psychologist. Science. Um, how about Jai Lee? Uh, faith. Faith. He believes in astrology. Oh, Wait, true. Jai Lee. Oh, Jai Lee. Oh, yeah. Wait, Jai- wait, okay, so Jai Lee and then Tai Su, yeah. right? Yes. Okay, Tai Su, I think, is Faith. Jai yes. Lee is... I think Faith, too, because he, like... Yeah. yeah. He want, he, he's obviously looking for, like, to fall in love with his American girl and, like, has a mm-hmm. faith in yes. his son to do the same, but right. it fails. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Mr. Kim is just garbage. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Um, How many episodes since the last knockout? Two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? No one got knocked out. No, I don't think so. Okay. Cool. Um, does this episode pass the Bechtel test? Not really. No. No. Almost, but no, not quite. <laughs> when we started that, like, challenge, we thought that it would pass a lot more. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, but like, I think it is an important... Like, we praise this show a lot, but there are things that it could work on, and we know that. Yep. You're right. Okay. <clears throat> Ready for me to sound fake for a second? Yay! Yes. Stay tuned for our segment after the outro. Wait, nope. Yeah. Yep. Guys, I'm having a small aneurysm right now. It's okay. Okay. <clears throat> Stay tuned for our segment after the outro. We'll be discussing this episode within the context of the rest of the series. Please be aware that this will be rampant with spoilers, so proceed with caution. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Uh, if you are so inclined, please write us a nice review on iTunes. That would be awesome. We love to hear from you. And you can also, since we do love to hear from you... Fill out our survey. It'll be in the description. We love you. Bye. (laughs) I like that you just ended the whole outro (laughs) right there. If you're a fan of The 100, we just finished talking about season five and we've covered season four and now uh, we get a nice long break. Oof. I mean, you know, if we've got the time. Now now we'll be together more often. Like it'll be, it's just so much easier to edit. So we can definitely talk about about previous seasons because we've got the time. Why not? Yeah. It's just, um, the season was actually really good. I was just so exhausted by the end of it. Yeah. Um, If you're a fan of Riverdale, we'd like to talk about that show too. And uh, we talked about all of season one and all of season two. Season three now has an air date. And I am like actually so freaking excited. (laughs) And we'll also be talking about the chilling uh, adventures of Sabrina on that feed. Uh, Yeah. So join us over there too. Oh, Jillian, are you so ready for the Chilean Adventures of Sabrina? I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited. It's Oh, I love Kiernan. It's going to be such a good Halloween season show. Kiernan yeah. Shipka's my everything. And like Tati Gabrielle's in it, like from The 100, and she's so good. It's going to be so good. I love her. Okay. Um, you can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube, just not Pinterest. Mm. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theafficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because it's expensive. That's my favorite thing. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at, wait, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. Local woman doesn't know her own Twitter. 
Well, I sometimes when I'm sp- I spell it out in my head first, and then oh, yeah. it trips me up. Oh yeah. Uh, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R O B Y N E J E F F R E Y. Pretty much everywhere. Um, I would like to thank Jillian for being here. Yeah, I love this. Thanks for being here, dude. Thank you for having me. And providing Especially your insights. It, it's weird not recording at the same in the same place. I know, I know. I'm having like a hard time. Like I'm trying to like I'm yeah. looking for like body cues and I don't have them. Oh. <laughs> right? Like towards the end of the last episode, that was like my favorite recording we ever did. Oh. Is I looked over and Jillian had shoved a headband around her head mm, and then was using it to this. support her nose. <laughs> I remember this. And then I, 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 that was like the good cue that like we ha- we were done recording. We were finished. We, we hit the wall. Um, Jillian, um, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Camera Americana. Um, I run a film photography uh, Instagram right now. And that is my uh, main social media account that is open to the public. All my inappropriate things you can find. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's at Trisha Paytas. No, yeah. <laughs> Uh, our next episode is episode 206, Abandoned. Who's going to be joining us there? Dude. Maria. Finally! Maria, I'm so happy for her. Finally! We finally get Maria on. Uh, Maria is at Juliet's Burke, and um, she listens, like, religiously. I'm obsessed with her, and uh, so I'm so excited to have her on. Yay for Maria! Yay! Oh. Okay, love you, bye! Okay, love you, bye! Spoilers, spoilers, gonna talk spoilers. That was the saddest bye I've ever heard. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, gonna talk spoilers. Woo! Oh my okay. god. Finally spoilers. Jillian, would you like to know the sad oh, thing yeah. about why Robin knows Jin's birthday? Why? Uh, it literally says on the um the page, like it's like I wanna read you the exact um wording because it's like so nonchalant and you're like oh i didn't ask for this it says um his birth date has been confirmed on his tombstone oh that's horrible <laughs> like that one hurt they never died what are you talking about Ryan? i know they're fine his to his fake tombstone in season four Aww. yeah that hurts my feelings and i don't want to talk about it anymore so Ooh. i'm just weirded out that the others took so like clearly the others took so many of the tailies like loads of them yeah yeah and they have like specifically chosen not to take these five tailies because if they wanted to they would first of all because they're Mm -hmm. like spoopy and they just know how to do that but also the others know about all the dharma like hatches they'd be like oh they're like if someone said oh yeah i checked out the tailies they're in the arrow they'd be like oh cool well leave them there for now you know like, they know that they're there. I wonder why. Like, is it some kind of, like, psychological mind game? Or maybe they just well, don't want them. Like, somebody like Anna Lucia, like, I would just let them, like, die in the wild, you know? What's why? weird is that, like, after they take Well, I love Cindy, her, but, like, she was not going to be go quietly into this good night. Good right. point. But, like, after they take Cindy and everything, like, Cindy goes and, like, lives with the others. Like, Yo, just Cin- lives is with it, them. Doesn't Cindy, like, isn't she confirmed to, like, actually, like, not die? Like, her and those I little, little kids, so. like, they stick around for a they on the island. Yeah, totally. That's so weird. Yeah, she ends up being, like, their adopted mom. Yeah. It's just weird because, like, they, like, are specifically talking about how they're, like, taking, like, good people and stuff like that. Like, are the others, like, do the others know who Jacob's candidates are? And 
Like, is Ben telling them not to take Jacob's candidates? Because Ben's never actually talked to Jacob. Like, I just wonder why they're taking these tailies. Yeah. Um, was Anna Lucia a candidate? I thought she I'm was. I'm pretty sure she was. Let me check. Because if Ben knew who the candidates are, he would probably purposefully let her die. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. Um, uh, it doesn't look like she was on the list. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, maybe we just didn't see it. I always thought she was a, okay. a, a candidate. Oh, wait. Anna Lucia is one of the few main characters whose name wasn't seen on either Jacob's cave wall or the lighthouse wheel. Huh. While the others be Libby, Libby Paulo, okay. Richard, Frank, Christian, Eloise, Penny, Bernard. Yeah, so. Eloise! So, yeah, it's just weird that she's not there, but she is. At- one thing that I did think of when Anna was like, Bernard, come help me fish, was like, Bernard and fish. Yeah, Later right. in the season, like, Bernard and Jin, like, mm-hmm. Ber- this is the first time that Bernard and Jin get to, like, fish together, but, like, later when, like, Jin and Sun have problems and stuff, like, Bernard comes up and, like, he and Jin, like, go out fishing and, like, have boy talk, and it's, like, nice. Married people! Yeah. So, like, it's just nice that this is the first time that Bernard and Jin fish together, and then, like, later, like, it just seems to be, like, just, like, a hobby that they both have together, mm-hmm. and that's nice. That's so sweet. Um, Libby mentions that they have trust issues, and that's because of Goodwin and Nathan. Um, Yo, what the hell kind of game are they playing with, like, everyone in bare feet and the bear? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I have more thoughts. Okay. Right. Yeah, so... This bear was Zach's bear. Zach's one of the kids. It was Zach's bear. So, like, is this person walk like dro- walking around with it, Zach, or somebody who took it from Zach? But also, like, why why are they doing this in the first place? Like, is it just supposed to be performative to scare them? I think it is because they have that whole like other village and stuff on that other like side of the island. Yeah. That's like, doesn't even have anything in it. That they just like kept Michael in and <laughs> stuff. Maybe, like, I mean, I assume that, okay, I'm just making this up right now. But, like, we know that they like specifically had that, like, Friendly was all like dressed up like that and like everyone's dressed up like this because maybe it's because they have Walt right now. Oh. And they're trying to like keep a facade up. And like maybe they're trying to, to fool Walt. Like, we know that at some point Walt is in room 23 and they're all walking around normally in room like around room 23 but but i thought there was a section of the others that hung around that 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 were dressed up in those kind of outfits that's why we like yeah that's time? why we saw like are they like oh. more, they were more like not disciples of jacob but like they're like more like like homey and stuff like that like i remember because then oh. when cindy gets captured she's dressed like that for the rest of the series right Oh, right, right, right. And yeah. they're, like, at the temple and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the people who live at the temple. I think the p- others that live at the temple dress like that. Right, and are the others who live at the temple, oh. like, on the same side as the others who live in the barracks? I totally <clears throat> forgot about the freaking temple. These questions that we have. Um, that I don't think we can answer right now, but... Um, Echo was oh, literally, wow. like, a drug lord and then became a priest, so I don't heckin' know how, like, how he can track people. I don't know. Like, he was, yeah, he was, like, a drug lord. Oh, sorry, it's on the Wikipedia page of the temple. It says, the inhabitants of the temple all appear barefoot, much like the deceased Jacob. This is also in keeping with their previous ragged appearance in season two. Beautiful! Thank okay, you! Okay, so there is continuity here. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful. Yeah, so anyway, we don't know how Echo knows how to track people. Good win. I love this crap. We're literally going to learn this in, like, two episodes, but, like, they're mm-hmm. totally getting us with him saying, did the others kill Goodwin? But he's only just saying others and Echo's going, yeah. yeah. 
But what he's really meaning is, yeah, Goodwin was an other and he infiltrated us and he's the worst. That was crazy. Yep. Crazy. But of course, they don't want to ruin their twist for two episodes True. from now. Yeah, exactly. Um, Echo says, uh, worse. When he says, are you married? And he says, no, worse. Still don't know yep, what that means. Still don't know. Still don't know. Doesn't make sense even in the spoiler section. Just don't know. Um, yeah. I, I want to believe that Echo was a romantic who actually always dreamt of, like, <laughs> having a partner. That's true. Right. Oh, that, That's what I'm going to believe. Someone write a fic. And then, yeah, so either the teddy was either Zach or stolen from Zach. It, I, I'm in the mind of thinking it was probably stolen from Zach because I don't think they can, like, train that kid to be a real good other. Yeah. <laughs> so heckin' quick. Anna is not married, but she was supposed to be pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, right. And Michael will find Walt, but in not a great way. <sighs> yeah. Mm, Walt. Jin. Uh, going into Jin flashbacks now. He. Where did he learn his ideals? Like, obviously not from his dad, who is dope and awesome. Yeah. Um. So not sure where he learned that from. I assume it was uh, just a general Korean, like, like, yeah, like right, cultural yeah. thing. Yeah, I think it's like a societal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sun and Jai Lee. So like, frick, Jai Lee ends up teaching Sun how to speak English. Yep. And then they have an affair. Oh yeah. I feel like he. I feel like he explains why that the like whole thing with his American woman doesn't work. Yeah. Um, because because like when I was watching it, I was just like, but you had a wife. Like, why did you have an affair with Sun then? But I feel like he talks about it one sec. But shout out to Jai Lee, who I love. Yeah, and then he dies. Yeah, and then he dies. In, like, honestly, like, the coolest way ever. The Glass Ballerina is such a cool episode. I love the Glass Ballerina. True. He attended Harvard and studied medieval Russian literature, like a weirdo, where he met and fell in love with an American woman. Uh, he met Sun on a family-arranged date, but told her he wasn't interested because of his previous love, which apparently which apparently failed. So I guess he doesn't actually even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just assumed he gave in to his parents, like, wishes yeah. and, like, was not brave enough to go against them. Yeah, Jai Lee met and fell yeah. in love with an American woman were studying at Harvard. He confided in Sun after a few dates that he was just going on the dates to p- appease his parents, but he secretly planned on marrying this woman in six months. After he started teaching Sun English, however, he developed romantic interest in her instead. Mm-hmm. Clearly, but this is, like, after she Man. is, like... Married to Jin slash not happy in her marriage to Jin. So that's pa- obviously been past six months. Yeah. So something must have happened in which she was just like, oh, you left. So I married some other do- American dude yep. or whatever. Whatever. Either way, that didn't work mm-hmm. out. But yeah, I think I think Jai Lee's story is so freaking cool. Yeah. It's like really well written. <laughs> Especially for like what it is, you know, even far beyond a tertiary character. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, his episode count is three. That's crazy! Wow. But he, like, but he literally, like, makes such a impact in my mind. Yeah! The actor's really, the actor's quite good, too. Yes, totally. Yeah, he was in Glass Ballerina and Found and The mm. Whole Truth. So cool. I love Jaylee. Those are all of my spoiler thoughts. I don't think I had any beyond, like, my initial questions of, like, the others and the bear and stuff. And, like, laughing at, like, the whatever ben was yeah. doing yeah i didn't really have a lot either okay sweet well we did Jillian, thank you so much for coming on the pod again thank you i had, I had so much fun i really appreciate Yay. you guys asking me it's awesome of course um do you want to tell us one more time where we can find you at camera period americana <laughs> my film instagram that i need to update but i can't afford to uh, get my film developed right now because i'm lazy cute there it is <laughs> I, l- I love that there were two reasons there i can't afford to get my film developed because i'm lazy because i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> idiot 
Um, okay, well, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow at The Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube, and uh, yeah, just um, do that. <laughs> oh, and our website is theaficionados.com. I work hard on it, so you can check that out, too, if you want. All right. Thanks, fam. I'm going there we right now. talk about our Patreon. I was about to, okay. and then you said well, something. Well, it sure sounded like you were done, so. No. Good. Snippity snip. <clears throat> we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash theaficionados. Um, if you have a spare dollar, we would really appreciate it because it helps with our hosting costs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! We did it. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 Did you go to the Olympics?